0: Welcome, everyone, to our weekly discussion podcast. Hi, Pastor Holly.
1: Hey, Pastor Kyle. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Good. It's good to be together. It is. And uh, I'm looking forward to our discussion today, although it's going to be, as you just said, today's discussion, our, our, the fourth week of our sermon series on the Sermon on the Mount, uh-huh. Uh is these amazingly fascinating verses on... Anger,
1: anger, yeah. So that's how a fun to make one. that fun? How to make anger fun, <laughs> or at least talking about at anger least talking fun. about it. That's yeah. right. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, I actually have a, I have a fun story to start us off. Oh, with. all right. So my brother, this is a story about my brother and I uh, when we were kids. You know, I pro- I had uh, I'll just admit I was I was angry a lot when <laughs> I was a kid, and uh, I usually took it out on my brother. Sure, yeah. And so, but he would, you know, like most brothers, he would. And make that you yeah, know, egg it on a little egg bit. It on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there was this one day where we were we were kind of going out a little bit, and I remember just being really angry. Yeah. And uh, but he was teasing and egging it on, and so I started chasing him, and uh, we got into his room, and he <laughs> he jumped onto his bed, and I went to just hit him. Yeah. And he pulled out a camera and took a picture of me. <laughs> And so right. he has this, I don't know if he still has it, but we had this picture essentially of me and my fist wow. right before I was about to hit him. That's so
1: amazing. That's th- a, a tremendous presence of mind to pull out a camera. Yeah. I'm moment.
0: pretty sure he planned that whole thing. Oh, yeah. very
1: clever. Yeah. Ooh. Thank that's you. Just Thank you, brother. Sinister right yeah, there. That's absolutely. amazing. Wow. So we have like an authentic... Angry Kyle picture somewhere, somewhere somewhere out there.
0: That's right, absolutely. Yeah. I I've definitely tempered, uh, you know, over the years.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, probably you know, being an adult and not living with your brother, maybe that helps oh, yeah, too. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Very good. So yeah, so these verses that we're going to look at uh, are are really fun verses. Uh, Jesus. Uh, A bit like we've talked about these last couple of weeks, Jesus continues to push the boundaries on um, uh, taking these uh, understanding or these these rules that they would have understood culturally and taking them a bit further. Right. Uh, And so I just want to read this first part here. This is from Matthew 5, 21 through 22. And uh, Jesus says this, "'You have heard that our ancestors were told, "'You must not murder.'" If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, even if you're angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, it says here in this uh, translation, which is this is the New Living Translation, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you're in danger of the fires of hell.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, unsettling. It is
0: (laughs) unsettling. (laughs) What Jesus does to start is, he starts at a place that everyone would have recognized right away, which yeah. is the commandment, one of the Ten Commandments uh, from Exodus chapter twenty: you, uh, "You must not murder." Yeah, and <laughs> I love it because I would say that most people in society yeah. do not have a problem with murdering it's others.
1: A pretty universal moral code, it's right? A pretty you universal. Don't murder. That's yeah. right.
0: But he's taking it deeper. He's saying it's not enough just to follow the letter of the law. Yeah. If you're going to be someone who follows me, it goes deeper. Right. It's a heart issue. Yeah. So it's even how you deal with your anger.
1: So all of a sudden, uh, no one is off the hook. We're all now uh, accountable to this That's right. Because we may not have considered ever murdering someone, but – have we been angry? Yeah, I've 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 been angry. Yes. So according to this, uh, I'm subject to judgment.
0: That's right. Yeah. It's it's unsettling. It
1: is unsettling. Very
0: practically for all of us who are yeah. listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. you know, I think there's we can say a lot about uh, anger in our culture, especially over this last year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this last political season, mm-hmm. uh, the. Uh, anger that has been experienced on a lot of levels has certainly been heightened.
1: It has been. And it's still going. And it's still going.
0: And I think even if you are a person who doesn't deal with anger a lot, um, that the circumstances over this past year have been so extreme. Mm -hmm. We've all been touched by this in some form or fashion. Yes. Whether it's just increased frustration or anger.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we've all been—have uh, ha- experienced a heightened uh, stress and exhaustion, too, with the mm-hmm. global pandemic, and so that makes us, I think, more vulnerable yeah. to, uh, uh, to to giving in to anger. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're absolutely right. So Jesus is talking about how do we deal with anger, and he's yeah. pushing the boundary here for each of us. Uh, so let me just ask this, Pastor Holly. Yeah. Is there an appropriate type of anger?
1: Oh, you know— I yeah, yeah, I think so. Absolutely, there's an appropriate type of anger, and I think I can say that with confidence because we see in Scripture Jesus experiencing and expressing anger. Yes. Uh, so yes, I think that uh, that there is, and we uh, might call that a righteous anger. Yes.
0: You know, one of the prime examples of that in Scripture is Jesus getting angry at the moneylenders mm-hmm. that are set, set up just right outside the temple yeah. and charging people who can't afford it Really high prices right. to buy the sacrificial elements that they need right. to go and essentially worship God. Right. So because these people they have they have to worship God as part of their lifestyle. It's part yeah. of their 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 way of living. It's part of their society.
1: Yeah, their law even. Their law.
0: Yeah. Um, they they have to do this. So these money lenders are taking advantage of that. Um, aspect of their life yeah. to make a profit.
1: Yeah, so it's extortion, it's and extortion. Jesus sees this this injustice, this yeah. oppression of the poor, yeah. and it angers him. It, it angers him. Yeah.
0: And so he flips over the tables.
1: Right, yeah. And he
0: tells them to get out.
1: Get out, <laughs> out of my father's house. That's right.
0: Yeah. And so there's this righteous anger, but one of the things I think it's important for us to realize about righteous anger is, and we, we'll talk about this probably a little bit more as we go, but yeah. righteous anger always leads to um, reconciliation. Oh, yes, that's redemption. good. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's a connection there where there is a type of anger that does not yes. lead to that. In fact, it leads to the opposite of that. Right. Um, and we'll talk about that here in a moment. But yeah, um, you know there are other appropriate things uh, for us to be uh, angry about. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So injustice uh, oppression of, of people. I mean, mm-hmm. we think about things like human slavery, yeah. sex trafficking, yep. um, marginalized, uh, uh, oppressed people based on economic status, you know, where they're from, the color of their skin, right. devaluing and oppressing people based on gender, yeah. you know, so these are all types of righteous anger, yes. um, that, um, would be appropriate.
1: Right. Those are the, all of those things that you just listed are, are, um, uh, sins of oppression that mar or or dis, uh, disregard the image of God in others
0: that's you're absolutely right yeah. and you know so l- let's jump to uh, this uh, this word where it says uh, we just read it it says um, sorry I'm, I'm looking out here uh, if you call someone an idiot it yeah. says in this passage uh, you're in danger of being brought before. The court. One of the fascinating things about that word is it's this word, uh, "raka." Okay. And raka. and it means uh, empty-headed, foolish, worth nothing, mm. or unlovable. Wow. So it's it's essentially a pseudo swear word in yeah. this culture, and it. Uh, but it also has these elements of contempt, disdain, and hatred.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: And you just hit it on the head, which is that. This is an, an attitude and um, a way of thinking about someone else mm-hmm. that uh, treats them as far less than a person who's created in the image of God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this is dehumanizing language here. It's
0: dehumanizing.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, is that. So okay, everyone, if you're listening, think about the kind of anger that you've had yeah. Um, yeah. or at some point in your life, maybe even this last year, mm-hmm. And and one of the hard questions that you may ask is, is my anger dehumanizing somebody else?
1: Right, right. Even if the uh, the the person or the object of our anger, uh, even if we're angry because of an injustice that that person or that group has uh, has perpetuated, uh, is our anger toward them just or not? That's
0: right. Yeah, and, and that's a hard question to yeah. ask. And I think if uh, you know, I think if we're honest. Uh, there, there may be levels of anger that we've experienced over this past year um, where where we think of someone as just worthless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe even, I wish that person never existed. Right, yeah. That's the kind of anger that Jesus is talking about here, that he's saying is not okay.
1: That's not okay, right, because that person is also created in the image of God. In
0: the image of God. Uh, and oh man, this is, hard, this is hard to hear Yes it is yeah. <laughs> but I'm so thankful for Jesus addressing this yeah. you know and talking about this with his with his disciples, those who are around the base of that hill yes and us. It's not enough just to follow the letter of the law. It has to do with your heart yeah. in these issues
1: right. Absolutely, yeah, and and you know we think about when we think about Jesus's life and the things that he faced in this world, the injustices that he personally faced, he was put yeah. to death. Yes, uh, so there, if if anyone had an excuse for uh, for holding this kind of anger against another person, it would be Jesus, it would right? Be Jesus. But uh, but he did not, and yeah. he instructs us to not do that as well.
0: Yeah. There's another aspect to this word and this concept that Jesus is addressing that's really fascinating when it comes to our spiritual lives, and it's this that this type of anger, um, it's directed toward another person, but it is also consuming of your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, not only is it you know uh, disregarding the uh, image of God that someone else was created in, but it also is essentially dividing your heart and damaging your relationship with God.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and, and that's what sin does, right? Is that's it, right. It's, it's uh, hurtful and harmful to those around us, but also to, to us. Yes. It, it uh, begins to uh, decay our own hearts. That's right.
0: Yeah. So Jesus is addressing this, and, and he says this fascinating thing here in these next verses. He says, so if you're presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple, and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you— Leave your sacrifice there, at the altar, and go and be reconciled to that person. Mm. And then he says, and then after that, coming off offer your sacrifice, your sacrifice yeah. to God.
1: Wow! So before you uh, enter the presence of God, uh, with with purity, with holiness, yeah. uh, go take care of this anger. Go, go take, take care, care of this issue. That's with right, the other person.
0: Yeah, and I think part of what he's addressing here is this concept of an undivided heart. Yes, uh, that we're not going to let anything uh, that's part of our heart, uh, you know, be separate from God in the midst of our worship and prayer and yeah. all of that. So, it's such a significant thing that Jesus is saying, which would have been shocking, yes, completely shocking, completely
1: shocking, shocking. Wait, unsettling. Jesus, yeah, unsettling. Yeah, unsettling.
0: Jesus, Rabbi, you're telling us leave our sacrifice, yeah, at the altar, right, and then go take care of business,
1: right? The sacrifice, which would have been considered of. of Utmost importance in yep. that moment, right? We're in in that moment in this culture that would have been uh, a significant act of worship and of of presenting yourself, yep. presenting your gifts to God. Uh, leave it, yes. Just drop it right drop there it. and and go take care of this this other thing. And 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 I love how you said that a, a second ago. You know, if we're if we've tucked this anger, um, this offense against someone else in our hearts, then essentially that quarter of our heart, no Mm -hmm. matter how small, is not submitted to God. That's right. It is not open to Him. That's right. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I think one of the things this whole series, one of our heart heart for us here at Crossview, is that we want to be people who are. This is great information, mm-hmm. but we want to be people who are trans, being transformed yeah. continually. Right, and this is one of those where it's so easy to relate with what Jesus is saying. You can't just leave it as a great theological concept. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I deal with that. Yeah. Uh, and I need. I maybe have some work to do there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and with this one in particular, I think uh, probably most of us have some work to do there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and I think it's ongoing. Yes, you know? uh, yes. So w- I think one of the things that we say in the message, uh, uh, the weekend message, mm-hmm. is that internal attitudes lead to external actions, mm-hmm. and God cares about both. Yes, and yeah. so we're we're kind of thinking on two le- levels here: our internal attitudes, uh, our relationship with God, and our external attitudes. Uh, toward others yeah. and, and with others in terms of that reconciled type of relationship mm-hmm. uh, that we need to have. And so this is it's important because these attitudes, uh, the added, our, this is about worldview. We've been talking about the kingdom yeah. tendencies, right. and yeah. Jesus is saying that matters in your life. And so those tendencies, the way you think about the world, the way you relate with other people, um, that that you will actually live that out in your life, Yes, and both of those levels matter to God
1: right absolutely and and because as you said internal attitudes lead to external actions so if we focus only on external actions then we're going to be constantly checking ourselves and constantly yes. you know trying to act better and it's going to be an uphill battle it's going to be an uphill battle uh, but if we uh can uh, can change our internal attitudes and 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 we can't change them right. but if we can open our hearts to yeah. the holy spirit yes. and allow the holy spirit to change them then those external actions will follow yep. and it, and it will become um, more like the nature of Jesus and yeah. less uh less like you know our efforts to uh just try to do better yep. try to do better
0: absolutely yeah. and i think you you're you're saying something just so insightful which is uh you know part of the way that we can do this mm-hmm. in our life is to recognize that uh, what Jesus has done for us yes you talked. Yeah. We've talked about over the past couple of weeks. Well, like last week, I'm thinking about, um, or the week before, I can't exactly remember. But the we talked about the Pharisees. We love to hate on the Pharisees, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know they're often seen as missing the point, which they often are. Sure. Um, and so Jesus addressed that, um, calling them whitewashed tombs mm-hmm. uh, that they try to look good on the outside, but on the inside they're just full of death. Yeah. Um, but the way that God r- resolves that issue is by his sacrifice and the flowing of his grace from his heart yes. to our heart. And this is why yes. it's so important to remember in this whole Sermon on the Mount, it's about heart change. Right. And as we recognize what Jesus does in our heart, it changes how we think about the world and how we interact with other people. Yeah. and Because um, <laughs> when Jesus says, hey, leave your stuff there and then go talk to someone, like right. how difficult is that yeah. to go to someone you may have a, a, a grievance with or who has a grievance with you and right. say you know it's let's talk about this that's yes. hard stuff oh, to do oh it's hard it's so, hard
1: and you may not have control of the outcome of that conversation right. right there's only you can have your part in it yeah uh but but it it may be a really difficult conversation yep. and it may have a difficult outcome yeah um but we're but but Jesus says do uh, do your part do your part do what you can and,
0: and he'll he'll help His grace, his mercy, his spirit will help. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Pastor Holly, we could talk about um, all... This passage is so rich Mm -hmm. and has so many different things, but um, just as we end our time the last few minutes here, let's uh, talk about maybe some practical tips. Yeah. Uh, How, if if we uh, are dealing with some anger in our lives... Mm -hmm. How do we how do we start to deal with that in in this kind of way? What are some things that we could do or suggest um, to help?
1: Yeah well I think uh, one thing that I think we uh, want to be clear about here is is Jesus is talking about anger as a heart issue yeah. and I think we also need to recognize that um, uh, anger is uh, an emotion yeah and we're all going to experience yes. it And as I tell my kids, emotion isn't wrong. Yeah. What you do with it and what you allow it to do to you is it, you know, the things that you have choices in. That's where we are accountable. Yes. So the feeling of anger, uh, not on its own wrong. Right. But you need to explore where did it come from? What am I going to do with it? Yeah. Um, that's really good. So uh, I just want people to hear that, yes, you're going to experience anger. That's a normal human that's right. uh, experience. But yeah, there are ways that we can... Um, that we can uh, uh, deal with it, address it, figure out where it's coming from, yep. and uh, I think um, uh, you know accountability is going to be a yes. really significant part yep. of that.
0: Absolutely, accountability and relationship. I mean, yep. I think um, when we're dealing with our emotions uh, and emotions that can get fairly extreme, uh, yep. it is really good to have people you can talk about with that. Yes. It's always probably it's always worse. To hold those things in and let them build till you explode. Right, right, right. Um, and so, some for some people, talking about this kind of thing is difficult. But yep. I, it, we just want to encourage you: find someone, yes. some relationship, or a network of relationships. Layers of accountability and relationship are so helpful right. in helping us work through these things, processing what God's doing in our heart, what He's asking us to do. Yeah, to be able to say, "Hey, I've got this relationship that I need to fix. Yeah, and I don't know how to do it. Can you help?" Can you talk me through this? Right. Uh, can we just work it out together? And then you can go talk to that person.
1: Then, yes. Get some ad- advice, some wise counsel yeah. uh, is always good. I think, you know, for some of us, I, I know uh, I tend to be a a, a reserved person. Yeah. And so to hear this, that, you know, it, in this passage, we're equating anger with murder, yeah. and, and that's pretty pretty hefty. So when I hear that, it can be my tendency to think uh, anger's wrong. Yeah. And therefore, I shouldn't express it, and yeah. then that does lead to kind of just holding this inside and letting yeah. it fester. That's not dealing with that's it. Not dealing that's with not it. addressing the yeah. issue. So, uh, talking with a a uh, trusted and safe person yep. is huge. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, w- just a couple suggestions: uh, spiritual, di- a spiritual director. Yeah. Uh, and that's not that's unlike a counselor. Yeah. A Spiritual director is someone who listens and asks questions to help you think. Uh, more deeply about where God is in your particular situation that right. you're talking about and in your life and in your practice. Spiritual directors are amazing. Yeah, so really helpful. Could be a great place to start. Uh, pastor, mm-hmm. could, you could talk to a pastor. We, we love talking with people yeah. about these kinds of things. Uh, similar to a spiritual director, uh, you know, we we will just do our best to help you work through, figure out the next best steps yes. for you, and uh, to pray for you, to for support sure. you, encourage yeah. you with scripture. Yeah. So, uh, a pastor could be a great um, uh, person to talk to.
1: And, and I think that for I'll just speak for most pastors here and yeah. say I know that sometimes there's a hesitancy. People are like, I can't tell my pastor that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. There's no. Uh, th- th- Pastors are not here to judge, and we're not, right. and we're not easily shocked. That's right. So, um, we yeah.
0: we've talked with a lot of people yes. about a lot of stuff, right? And so we are safe to are, come, yes, exactly. and talk to yeah. about anything, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and and confidential. Absolutely,
0: yeah. yes, very good. Uh, so, a counselor would be a great option for, for you sure. as well yeah. if you need. Um, that's a uh, people who are professionals at helping work through difficult situations. Yeah, uh, can be. Incredible. Yes, Uh,
1: I've personally sought the uh, help of professional counselors, and it is very very helpful. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. very good. Uh, And then other layers: small groups, uh, having a a group of people you do life with who know you really well, and uh, that could be a great. We have some great small groups um, at the church, and just want to encourage you to get involved in those. Uh, You know, and then some some other kind of um, real simple kind of things, just to continue to immerse yourself in scripture, prayer. Worship, uh, seeking the Lord, um, and letting letting His the truth of His word just shape and change your heart.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The Psalms are great for giving expression to the emotion of anger, and then addressing it in healthy ways. I love the Psalms
0: because uh, there's so many places where you read something and you're like, uh, "You can't say that to God," (laughs) but obviously you can. (laughs) You can. It's real. It's raw. It's human. I love it. Yeah, he's heard it all. Yeah, yeah. he could take it. Yeah. Yeah. So those are just a couple of tips, but yeah. uh, and there's more uh, that, that you could do. But this sure. is important work, especially now in these days. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go deal with my anger by trying to find that picture that my brother has. Yes. And, uh, you tear it up? Tear it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Pastor Holly. <laughs> sure,
1: thanks. <laughs>